Hello and welcome to the ALC Pan-African Radio's magazine program where we bring you highlights of news from across the African continent. Culture is a weapon for peace, is what an African artist said and is what Horia Nyati strongly believes. She's an Algerian contemporary artist born in Algeria in 1948 and lives in London. She grew up in French-occupied Algeria, where over a million Algerians were killed for resisting occupation. Nyati herself was arrested and jailed at the age of 12 for demonstrating against French colonialism. An exhibition of her work is currently taking place in London, where she challenges orientalist stereotypes of Algerian women. One of her installations that is both visual and performative is called No to Torture a set of five paintings based off of French artist Eugène Delacroix's paintings titled Women of Algiers in their apartment. In the central image of the series of five paintings, Niati depicts four figures stripped of clothing, jewelry and other details that conventionally define North African harems in the Orientalist tradition. I'm Munira Shayeb, and for the magazine program, I'm at the exhibition in West London with Horia Nyati to find out more about her work. Horia, welcome. Hello. Why are the five women without faces, clothes, and all the rest of it? Well, 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 it's a big question, obviously. It encompasses everything. Uh, and you know that without the war in Algeria, I don't think I would uh, do this work, basically. So the background really is uh, the war of liberation. You know, Algeria was French colony. And then we had this war, seven years war for liberation. And women took part to uh, many things, in particular as a soldier, you know, as a, as a revolutionary, as you used to call them, uh, joining men, uh, wherever, in the mountain, throwing bombs. Uh, but also she was working on another front, which is a family. Uh, looking after uh, the family, kids, you know, that was another front, a battle as well. So basically, looking after the children, their education, that idea of a well, uh, big job, you know. So uh, somehow, um, I don't know if you heard of Delacroix, who created the Algerian women in the apartment, went to Algeria, and what he did, he did this absolutely magnificent painting of four women, Three women who were like uh, basically uh, so beautiful and um, sitting there, it seems talking, doing nothing, having shisha, and another woman who is basically the slave who look after them. So um, this painting is very incredibly known in France, basically. And so I did the opposite of him. I took anything to do with um, inside the, the decoration and. Uh, uh, the cushions and the shisha, and I took them off, you know, and put the four women, it's like they were jailed or some kind of no freedom, repressed. And they were like, uh, I took everything to do with the glamour of what Delacroix was uh, about in this painting, you know. Mm. So I wanted to do a painting like very raw, very uh, using only primary colors, uh, and like floating in the air, you know, like floating, it's like a, a dream or imagination, whatever you use your imagination. So when you look at the paint, you are, are striked by those four figures, you know, who are 
totally the different, the opposite of Delacroix was uh, doing in his painting. And um, it's called No to Torture. Mm. What are you referring to? I'm referring to all kinds of torture, physical torture, uh, jail torture. Uh, I don't know, there's many types of torture, isn't it? This one really was the women during the colonization, they've been jailed and they've been tortured, just like men, by the French army to speak out, to tell, uh, for example, names of their people who was working with and uh, this kind of, so they make them talk. And uh, so Jamila Bupasha, one of the young women who'd been jailed at that time, and she uh, experienced torture and she wrote all her tortures, describing them and giving them to one of the guard at the, uh, in jail, and the guard was giving them to somebody to post it to this friend that uh, Jamila Bupasha gave him. And then what happened? The letter got arrived at uh, Mystery, at um, uh, Simone de Beauvoir. The French uh, writer. Yeah, French writer. She was uh, activist, uh, whatever. And she stand up against the torture being uh, done in Algeria. You know, she knew about it. Uh, and uh, so she she put all the letters together and it was a book called Jamila Bupasha. And I read it very late. I, I didn't read it at that time, obviously. But it was a book which was uh, underground. You cannot get it because it didn't show uh, the French in their most uh, beautiful way, you know, most sympathetic way. You know, they were just doing those torture to even young women, you know? Yeah, so the question is, I'm against all type of torture. Mm -hmm. I am against all type of war, any type of war. And it seems like life is carrying on, isn't it? We are in 2023, and we still have wars around. We still have women stuck in the middle, you know, from the refugees or from... uh, Name it all around the world. Women always pay the highest price for uh, war. They are not only in one front, they are in different fronts. Mm-hmm. Looking after the family, cooking, uh, the children, the school, uh, no matter what. And they have to follow the husband. For example, maybe the refugee thinks maybe they didn't want to go. Maybe they, they want to stay where they were, you know. Mm-hmm. But they have no alternative but to follow the family, is it? So, um, yeah, it, it is a kind of... Um, torture to do with uh, somehow being abused and uh, bullied and um, to have all opinion about things, you know, and to really work intensively for freedom. Could it uh, also be understood as refusal to torture your figures with Orientalist theories, Mm. stereotyping of women Mm. uh, at that time? Yeah, because the way Delacroix and all other artists, you know, from Matisse to we went to Morocco and... uh, they all painted women in very idle and uh, just posing, and uh, but it do, it doesn't show the the women of the colonized country in the real way, you know. So it was just like a fantasy and the imagination and uh, you know somehow and the light and the beauty of painting and the clothes and the costumes and the, it's all help the fantasy, isn't it? And at that time, when uh, De La Croix presented uh, Women of Algiers in, in Paris, in the Salon of Paris in 1834, um, 
he, uh, everybody was like, oh, wow, what, how nice, you know. And at that time, it was like a revolution, industrial revolution in Europe. So it was like, oh, my God, all dark and whatever. So those glamorous colors, you know, from country being colonized, it was like, oh, my God, it's amazing. And, you know, these kind of things. So it's a way of, uh, he didn't do it in purpose, I'm sure. I mean, he didn't do it to, to do any action. He did do it to, to serve his own purpose because he really liked what mm-hmm. he saw. Mm-hmm. In the main painting we mm. have here, we have the four women, three are sitting and one is standing without heads, okay? And then you have them separately, each of them in a separate painting, mm-hmm. okay? But they have shackles around their ankles. Mm. Is that the symbol of uh, oppression? Of course, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's so clear. I didn't want to... I just wanted to use the shackle just like a, a symbol of uh, being prisoner and stuck in that image, in that pose, you know. And in the, the large one, the woman is like uh, standing up, is uh, the slave. She is actually the slave her, working for them and looking after them. Her body is facing the other way, yeah. but she's supposed to be facing the women, but she's also headless. Yeah, mm-hmm. the headless thing is very agitated consciously because... I thought she had no decision to take. She just have to follow their orders, do this, do that, you know. The difference of them, yeah, they had a brain, but uh, somehow, very limited, they couldn't be what they want to be. They were circled, prisoner in this house, despite all the beautiful things uh, you see, the cushions, the shisha, the whatever. But somehow they had no freedom to go out, to be free, to do what they want. That was in 1832. Algeria was invaded in 1830, right? And Delacroix went to Algeria in 1832. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's a long time ago, isn't it? There's a lot of changes. And while uh, Delacroix's painting has like soft colors, Mm -hmm. the colors you use are bright and bold, and the faces are obscured by Mm -hmm. brush strokes. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us why you chose the colors are like, there is a deep purple as the background, then Mm -hmm. you have a strong blue, and the yellow, one mm-hmm. of the ladies sitting down, mm-hmm. the one next to her, is, she's in green, mm-hmm. and the last one, she's in red. And then you have these deep colors, mm-hmm. uh, especially the purple and the blue. Are these the colors of life, yes, colors yes, of yes, anger? Whatever you name it, it's just my way of uh, being what Delacroix was uh, after, the, the balance, the harmony, this and that. People that are stunned by the the way he makes the colors and whatever. And he was uh, like a new school somehow. He brought new ideas in the world of painting in France, you know. So basically what happened, I did the opposite. I really did the opposite. I, I fighted back all this balance and harmony and whatever. And I used only primary color to be, to show the raw women's suffering and the world suffering because of that, you know. And so it's just, I want to be completely having conversation with Delacroix. I don't dismiss him as a painter, obviously, but the way I paint and to describe the women condition at that time, you know, was like my way. 
And uh, I mean, any women around the world who saw the work, they sympathize with it. They, they understand what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I wanted to be as, as strong as possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's my message would go out there mm-hmm. to people, you know. You also have two uh, big, uh, very colorful jars yeah. in blue, green, mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, pink maybe mm-hmm. or purple at the back. Can you tell us what these jars signify? They are part of another exhibition completely. It's yeah. an exhibition called Apporter l'eau de la fontaine n'a rien de romantique. That means to bring water from the fountain has nothing romantic about it. And it was an exhibition which has been commissioned by Edgy Chambers. Uh, and you were like four artists exhibiting in uh, different museums. And I was at the Harris Museum uh, in Preston. And it was like four large paintings, very big, like almost three meters high by one meter fifty or something. And the four jars. In my country, the jar, the amphoras, they are a symbol of women, femininity, you know? So for me, I said, mm, yeah, interesting. I'm going to use the jars uh, and I'm going to paint them the way uh, I want it. So these things are happening inside. And it was also sound, you know, like sound uh, track, which I, and, and a text. I like actually writing text, you know. And uh, so they represent the femininity and also the, the fantasy and the hard work of women. Uh, because there are a lot of writers, they write about la porteuse d'eau. And it's the women who carry the jars, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or fetch oh, yeah, water yeah. in jars. Yeah, yeah, in almost every culture. The, yes. It's the women who fetch the water. Absolutely, the women and the kids, basically. Yeah, so apporter l'eau de la fontaine rien de romantique is like uh, connected to torture. You know, it's like some kind of topic which is connected to my way of, um, of fighting against the vision of women who is weak and doing nothing. You know what I mean? So for me, it's that what I want to it's say. It's part of the same theme, mm. no to torture. Mm. You have been exhibiting uh, internationally since 1983 mm. in Spain, France, the USA, Scotland, and here in London at the Whitechapel Gallery and then the Africa Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have not exhibited in any Arab country? Is oh, that yes, true? I did. I did uh, uh, not your I own country, not in, not in Algeria, though. Yes, I did. I you did. did? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I toured uh, several cities there. And my first exhibition was in 1984 in, in Algiers, um, in my hometown, Miss Miliana, with my dad because he was a painter. And it was for the Festival of Culture in my hometown, and uh, we've been invited, the both of us. And for me, it was amazing to exhibit with my dad. Um, he was my inspiration. He was the one who gave me brushes and paper to start, you know, when I was very little. Yes, I exhibited in Algiers at the Cultural Center, National Cultural Center. And I did few exhibitions going to different cities. And uh, the public was big. I had a lot of chat and conversation, dialogue. And I want to do it again, you know, to go and do some touring there. So, yeah. But have you been able to exhibit this, no, uh, this painting of the women without clothes? I even didn't try. Because you're fearing a backlash? Not particularly. I feel that the time will come. It's just time. Because obviously uh, we are not used to see bodies like this. It's just silhouette. We, we don't see... Uh, like a detail of uh, configuration. 
It's like uh, extra configuration. You see all the details. Mm. It's nothing. It's just the silhouette that replaced the women of uh, De La Croix, you know, to show that women, they are not men. But in Arab countries, you have not been able to exhibit this particular one. I never tried because I have respect of the culture. Japan too, maybe they wouldn't do it, you know, if you go to Japan. Mm -hmm. There is some specific country when to see a naked body, it's against their views, so I respect that. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying to you, I will wait one day, all people, they would travel and come and see it here. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sort of uh, bothering with this for the moment. But I will show other things. But people, they will go and see it at the Tate Britain because the central panel will be at Tate Britain from November. Mm -hmm. So people, they will see it in, uh, in a national uh, museum. Mm -hmm. In uh, London. Yeah, and maybe then uh, yeah, we'll be invited to the Emirate because they are the most uh, developed there. Doha or, I don't know... Uh, Dubai or maybe well, we don't know what life is uh, can bring you absolutely definitely yeah. you also ran a workshop for mm -hmm. women in London called yeah. South Hall Black Sisters mm -hmm. can you tell us briefly what it's about about how many years before the pandemic I've been invited to celebrate the 100 years of the suffragette with this place with this uh, women uh, place in uh, South Hall and I did the workshop and we did a massive banner that circulated with a big parade in London celebrating the, the things about suffragette, 100 years. Uh, and then, because it was rather successful what I did, they invited me again this year to work with 12 women and to develop the topic with them. And they all come from uh, domestic violence, alcoholism, drugs, identity problem, Name it, all cases, you know. But they are from different cultural backgrounds. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, absolutely. From, uh, I don't know, like, uh, we start by Muslim, and we have Christian, we have uh, Buddhist, we have uh, Hindu. You know, so we, it's amazing, amazing for me to be able to do that. It's a way of uh, treating maybe mental it's, health it's issues. Art, it's absolutely art therapy. Mm -hmm. So I developed uh, an amazing program. We have 12 sessions. Uh, four hours every Tuesday, and we've done already three, and they all want to come back and, and, and do more, you know. So I'm teaching them from scratch because they never painted or draw, so suddenly they're themselves drawing, you know, and usually acrylic and paint, and they're absolutely uh, surprised by themselves what they can do, and I believe in them, I really trust them, they can actually break through. So life is like that. I mean, if you break through in art, you can break through in anything in your, in your life. And they talk, we talk about topics, you know, we, we have conversation, we have a, so it's like a, a opening their heart, opening their life and honesty. Yes. They all have very difficult childhood. And now they're opening up, they're really talking. That's very good. I also learned that there is a, an American uh, student who has done her or his PhD pieces mm. on your work. Yeah, I had several in America, maybe five students from different big universities. Uh, they wrote uh, their PhD on my work on uh, women of Algiers, in, uh, on not to torture. And because I exhibited there, so I had a connection there. You know, we had a touring exhibition called Forces of Change. And you we were all women connected with the Middle East, but we all live uh, in Europe or America or somewhere else, you know, uh, not particularly in our own country. 
and it was amazing exhibition, really, uh, but sort of amazing. I always remember it was at the National Museum of Women in the Art in Washington, D.C. And then it, it was everywhere, you know, in, in the U.S., um, end up in Santa Monica in California. And for me, it was amazing, really. So I have connection in, in the state. And uh, recently I had a lady from um, university in Los Angeles, I forgot the name, and she came to interview me because she's doing, again, a research on Middle East women, you know, so because she came across with the curator, her name is Selwa Miktadi, who is now in, uh, in the Emirate working, and uh, she told her about me. She looked on the, you know, she showed her. Mm-hmm. She said, who is this Horiyaniyachi? Because uh, she's very different than the others, you know. And the others, obviously, it's nice, nice art. And it's like gardens and beautiful kasbahs. And some women, they were quite strong, obviously. We connected there. But they never saw something like that, you know. Bodies, you know. <laughs> It's absolutely raw. Of women from an yeah. Arab country? Yeah, you have to be raw and clear, you know. So many, many European uh, from um, impressionists and top impressionists and so on, they all came to Arab countries. They went to Japan, they were all to, to Korea's country, you know, to paint women. Because women, they were available, you know, somehow. But and be- also women from that part of the world are like a mystery to artists oh, from mystery. Europe and the U.S. So it's mystery, it's beauty, it's kind of uh, something they don't have in their own country, mm-hmm. you know. So they find it all there, like the beautiful, like when I go to Japan, it's like kimonos and the makeup and the, so they fantasize But even that. behind that, in yeah. Japan, there is a lot of oppression of women. Oh, of course. From a very young I age. T- I talked a lot uh, about that in China as well, you know. Amazing women, how much they suffered. Horianyati, Algerian artist, thank you very much. From me, Munira Shaeb, and the producer and joking Gonier, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the ALC Pan-African Radio's magazine programme, where we bring you highlights of news from across the African continent. For this and other programmes, please visit our website at alcpanafricanradio.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Radio ALC and on Facebook at African Leadership Centre.